Oh my goodness, happy Wednesday. It is time to get started with our newest podcast. I'm super, super stoked. Uh, This is Rachel, as you probably already knew. And I've got my special guest co-host with me again today, Miss Jess Anderson. Thanks so much for being here to help me out with this podcast that I've been wanting to do since I launched podcasting, but I mean, even prior to that with the the business that I'm in and everything. So I'm really excited to do this today. Uh, so I've asked Anderson to be a part of this to kind of help me guide the conversation. Um, and we'll get started with that in just a second. But before we do, who are you? Where can, where can ladies find information about you? Who am I? I am Anderson. You can find me at photoswithanderson.com. I am a photographer. I do everything from family portraits to weddings and to my specialty, which is boudoir photography. And if you're on Facebook and a woman 18 or older, you can check out the private group, Boudoir Photos with Anderson, if you want to get all the details on that. Sweet. Yep. And I'm obviously started Rachel, but I'm whatever you want to call me, your life perspective coach, your intimacy coach, some girl that just likes to have a good time, whatever, whatever. It's all good to go. So today we are going to be talking about cannabis Mm -hmm. and sex, which is uh, an incredibly drawing title, I would think, but that's okay because I think it's something that we need to talk about. I think that it's something that's really exciting to talk about, which is the more important thing. Um, So prior to this conversation, I had asked you what your experience was and you showed me a big fat goose egg. Goose egg. Goose egg. Well, because your question, I think, was I took it as more of a what is your experience with CBD in general? And my It kind of was yeah, a yeah. generic question. Like, yeah. what's your exposure to it? What do you know about it? Yeah, like, not going to lie, I've definitely partaken in the marijuana side of things in life, but I've never, I've never really delved into the cannabis and sex side of things. I don't have a lot of experience with CBD. Okay, cool. Well, good. So this would be really exciting, I think, then, today. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <clears throat> um... Where do we begin? What happens? What do we even start with here? Well, I think in our line of work being pure romance consultants, we listen to a lot of women or hear a lot of questions from women. um, And a lot of people want to know how to have great sex. So what would you recommend to your clients on the keys to having great sex? Well, I mean, one preface to this conversation I think that we should talk about is that this is going to be really specific to in the bedroom Mm -hmm. um, and how it directly affects that. I truly believe that relationships are cyclical, so it's not going to start in the bedroom. I mean, I shouldn't even say that because it can start in the bedroom. It really can, but it should seep into conversation, especially I think communication is the biggest key. And at least for me, it allowed for me to deepen my conversation skills and my vulnerability with my partner uh, through this experience. So communication is going to be key. A lot of other things that are going to be key, transparency, those kinds of things. But when it comes to specifically in the boudoir, uh, you know, I think some really important things that women especially are looking for is that it should be relaxing. It should improve your desire. It should decrease anxiety, uh, potentially relieve pain that you might be suffering from. It could maybe even look like it enhances foreplay. And let's be honest, it should strengthen sensation. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I think. Now, um, in addition to that, I think that what makes great sex is also the authenticity and being able to alleviate inhibition as well. Uh, And one really cool side effect that people probably don't think about is to improve post-sex sleep. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Especially, again, if you are a female, perhaps, then you don't know how to shut off your brain, even Mm -hmm. after maybe a real good romp in the sack. This can help, for sure. Um, And... 
I think the cliche aspect of it would be to provide an aphrodisiac, aphrodisiac type effect as yeah. well, right? Okay, cool. So yeah, I mean, I think that's what people are looking for when they're looking for great sex. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Okay. Well, and how were you introduced to CBD and, and cannabis and sex? <laughs> All right. So, um, well, yeah, we're using the blanket terminology cannabis because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's where you find CBD. That's where you find hemp. That's where you find THC, which is... We'll get into all that. So cannabis, what was my exposure? Well, I mean, truth be told, like, I'm pretty sure that my older siblings da- were dabbling in it when I was probably middle school in terms of just like, you know, very generic, past the blunt kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was too much of a goody-goody. I, I, in, uh, in my life experience, by the time I was 25, I would say I could probably count on less than two hands how many times I was around marijuana or partook in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, I just, well, my group of friends just wasn't into that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, we definitely were drinkers. We drank heavily as underage children, which I think is probably more accessible um, for some people, for some people. I agree. Yeah. So, or just, it's just cliche, perhaps, especially that day and age or whatever. So my exposure to it was very limited. I didn't have a lot of education on it. Uh, the person that I was with at the age was an avid person against it. So mm-hmm. I always felt like it was like secret. I, I didn't think I could really try it out, honestly, like on a safe scale without being judged and things like that. So um, my street experience, I guess you would say, is very limited. Uh, but my perf- mainstream experience, mm-hmm. I guess, legality aspect of it, uh, it was very intentional. Uh, I planned a trip to Colorado about four years ago and that was supposed to be like a group of friends became more of just like a couple's trip mm-hmm. um and that was our intent like it was legal we were really excited to kind of go and do this kind of thing as friends um so we knew we were going to but we didn't really know what to expect we didn't know a lot about it and that was just like the bombshell that kicked off a, a really incredible injur- a really incredible journey a really fun aspect that i didn't really expect um and here we are <laughs> four years later and it's mm-hmm. it's a huge part of my life so that's how I got into it. Okay. That's, how, that's where it started from was, was one trip to Colorado. But I need to also say that, you know, I, as I go back and forth to that that state quite a bit, it, it's kind of an ongoing joke that that's, I think, why people think that I go. Colorado is a beautiful state. Colorado is an amazing place to be. You're connected to nature. The people are different. The atmosphere is different. The environment is different. The elevation is mm-hmm. cleaner. Like, it just, it's, the state is just enough on its own. It just has a really cool added benefit. Okay. Well, you said that that trip was four years ago and it's become a huge part of your life. Yeah. So why haven't you shared this topic before? Why don't you talk about this public, this topic publicly? Okay. Well, I, I think that, I mean, as being the, the first state that legalized medical as well as recreational use, uh, it was still incredibly taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got, when I got to Colorado and we were at our very first dispensary, it was eye-opening. Not only were the workers incredibly educated, they were enthusiastic, they were um, very much behind the product, but it was always interesting because you would go in and almost every dispensary you go to has like a world map. And the, the, the damn thing was covered in pins. Like people from all over the world were coming to Colorado to, to I mean, you can get cannabis obviously mm-hmm. in other countries, but it was just, um, it was nice to see that, I know it's taboo and curiosity, but 
um, it, it was just that. It was still very taboo, um, clearly legal in the state that I came from. And if I had to be completely transparent, I was just mostly concerned about what other people would say and think. And not necessarily my peers, but my ex, as well as my husband's ex, which is, you know, just a concern about what will that bring up? Will it cause tension? Even though it was a legal activity that we were partaking in, it was very hard to disassociate with that mm. naughty notion of trying it out or even learning about it. Like standing, like I was like sweating, handing them my ID the first time I went in. Like, Same. yeah, yeah. Or like, like we would be searching for stuff on Google, like where to go. And I would clear my history. Mm. You're searching it in a private <laughs> mode. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. What if somebody finds my phone and sees that I was looking for <laughs> cannabis shops? Like it was so silly, but um, it, it is, it's, it's the taboo aspect, I think. But as not only the idea spread nationwide as well as globally, there's other things out there now that aren't specifically related to the cannabis THC side of it, which we'll talk about. But I just know how helpful it's been. Mm -hmm. And to the small group of people that I knew I could trust to talk about it behind closed doors, it's helped them. And being able to see that has motivated me to say, like, it's, it's okay to talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's my life. And, and I think... Through personal development as well, I, I've gotten to a place where I've, I'm okay with who I am and I know that regardless of people take this this podcast or take what they think about me and go, I knew it, or, or oh, how irresponsible, she has children, she runs businesses. I know at the core of who I am, it hasn't changed me in the negative. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's only improved who I am and who I want to be. So there can't be anything wrong with that. And it's not hurting anybody. It hasn't hurt anybody. And I've always been smart about it. I've always been safe about it. And my children do not know. Um, I would be honest with them if they asked, but that's how, at least that might be egotistical to say that's how smart I've been about it, that my, my children have never known and they will, they don't need to. Like, it's not part of it. It's just whatever. Until it's like legal everywhere, then we can talk about it, I suppose. Right. So <clears throat> that's, I think, the majority of it, for sure. Um, going into the dispensary, I want to talk about this portion. I think it's incredibly important to learn about those differences. And... You know, what what my exposure was to it was like it's just this green reefer that you smoke and get yeah. high and be stupid and and the cliche aspect was like you know yeah you're on the couch and you eat a bunch and you're doped out of your mind. Oh, yeah. um, that but was it, my that was my middle school experience. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's what we fall into for sure. But being in that dispensary, you know, they broke down like the different types of strands that there are, and if you're unfamiliar, like there's. Traditionally speaking, there's two major forms. There is sativa and there's indica. And this is specifically talking about cannabis in the THC form. Mm -hmm. THC is the part of cannabis that gets you head high. It gives you that psychedelic type feeling. Whereas CBD is also um, extracted from cannabis and hemp, but it has no psychotropic effects. Mm -hmm. It's more of the body relaxation. So it's a really great benefit to people that don't want the head high or... Um, are have had a bad experience with that, I would say. Um, so we have these two primary strands. One of them, they jokingly say, is indica, means into couch. Mm-hmm. So that is that traditional laziness, lethargic, don't want to do anything, but it provides for really good relaxation. And then there's indica strands, which I didn't even know existed, and those are really specially formulated for energy. And I thought, well, that's kind of a mind trip you're taking this product that is supposed to like numb you out or whatever but it's supposed to give you energy for real it works like it's pretty impressive dog scratching them <laughs> so um those that's that's the important thing to know about the cannabis thc side of it um but the reason i share that portion of that with you is because 
coming into a state where it's illegal, you don't have that source, like, I guess, legitimate source or whatever you want to call it. Honestly, it's educated. And and education, right? Because you're getting your, you're probably getting your stuff from a dealer where you don't know where it came from. Mm -hmm. You don't know what strand it is. I mean, they'll tell you that I'm sure potentially or whatever, but it's just that, um, legitimacy, I think behind it. Well, and I honestly, I recommend even people that don't have an a desire to smoke marijuana to get high or to be around it, I still recommend that they go to a dispensary and learn and learn mm-hmm. and and feel that it's not like a sketchy backdoor like transaction. Like you go in and it's a very well lit business establishment. People teach you about things. If you have questions, they don't judge you for asking. Like that's why they're there. They're there to educate you about these Correct. things. So yeah. yeah, I definitely was super happy that that I was able to go inside a dispensary for the first time in Colorado um, just to get that experience and just to feel like, oh, marijuana isn't this taboo thing. It isn't this, like, like wicked, you know, whatever. Sort of it's, evil yeah, yeah. That, we're, that we're led to believe by. Well, and that's important. Like, that we, we can't spend this whole podcast talking about, like, the history of cannabis mm-hmm. in this country specifically. But I just, that, that's what I would tell people. Is I, would, I would implore you to educate yourself mm-hmm. because there was so much I didn't know. But, I mean, the bottom line is that this is a product that is natural. It comes from the earth. Regardless of what happens to it after people pull it and cultivate it or whatever, it comes from the earth. But it is classified as a Schedule One drug, mm-hmm. which means that in states where this is illegal, you can be arrested. You can be fined for that. Um, and that's crazy to me, mm-hmm. considering it's an all-natural product. Um, and the biggest thing that I learned was that this is a drug that you can take but not become addicted to. I am not saying that people will not become addicted to it because they supplement it to change their states when they can't deal with real life and reality. Mm-hmm. But if you were to stop taking cannabis products, your body resets. So after a certain amount of time, you no longer need it, crave it, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but you don't detox from it like um, a highly addictable drug like heroin or something like that. Or caffeine. Yeah, caffeine, <laughs> junk food, sugar, um, any of those types of things. But most importantly, like if you were to start taking it again you would then have that same effect like you don't have to like chase the high you don't have Mm -hmm. to like double dose your high to try to get there that was remarkable to me and I think that was the thing that really set it apart from understanding to me Mm -hmm. this is just Rachel's opinion it is unlike any other illegal drug out there Mm -hmm. um and and in this in the United States it's very important that we note here that this is a product that is illegal in most states still to use recreationally mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of states where it is cleared for medical use but you'd have to have your doctor prescribe it and it has to be a cannabis specialist when it comes to that um, so I just want to make sure we know that there are states where it's medically okay to use it legally but you can't use it recreationally mm-hmm. so although that depends state to state on a federal level marijuana use is still illegal mm-hmm. CBD use currently also a state to state a lot of people may not know this like federally it used to be completely legal but as we started to branch into the thc side of the cannabis um big pharma has stepped in and other types of regulators that have been trying to make it illegal uh to try to control that aspect and again that's another political conversation for another day but today what you need to know is that you just need to check out where where you live to make sure you're corresponding with your laws if you want to make sure that you do that in the state of nebraska thc medical use recreational use is still illegal cbd use is completely legal yes now the other thing to also note is that it will depend where your cbd comes from Mm -hmm. cbd 
is going to give you the relaxing effects like we talked about um, externally as well as internally. Mm -hmm. But it, let's uh, actually have some specific information I want to share about this so that we can kind of get on the same plane and understand, okay? So both CBD and THC work with your endocannabinoid system, okay? So this is important to note that this is a naturally occurring process in your body. Everybody has endo endocannabinoids. Now, it's a complex network of receptors that helps regulate the nervous system, your immunity system, as well as your organs. Those receptors, when activated by your body's own endocannabinoids, have an extra anti-anxiety effect on your brain. THC and CBD can create feelings of calm, relaxation, and elation, which in the bedroom translates to enhanced sexual pleasure. Females have endocannabinoids, uh, I'm sorry, have uh, they have cannabinoid receptors in the receptive, uh, oh my gosh, reset. Females have cannabinoid receptors in the reproductive tracts like your uterus, fallopian tubes, ovaries, vagina, and vulva. These play a huge part in day-to-day -day pleasure with sex. These receptors are key in improving low libido and ability to achieve orgasm. Women report reduced amounts of pain during penetration because of relaxed tissue surrounding the sex organs, increased arousal as well as stimulation, anti-inflammatory so that increases natural lubrication which aids in vaginal dryness or irritation as well. And then for men who experience issues with erectile dysfunction, they may also benefit from increased blood flow and nerve sense, uh, sensation. For both and everything in between, men, women, whatever, uh, people report increased physical experience of foreplay, enhanced sensation, and climax. Now, I think that that's important to note because, I mean, the sexual aspect of it is huge, but on a larger scale, most human beings are using this to treat chronic pain. They're using this as everyday supplements to get rid of their, like, narcotics they're taking as a pain management. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of thing. Mine is muscles. Mine, I have a CBD lotion that my chiropractor um, prescribed to me because I have a slip disc in my back and it, when it spasms, it pinches nerves Yeah, and that hurts all the way down my leg. Yeah. And so he's prescribed that so that I can apply it topically, but it helps rele release or relax the muscles, which helps with pain management. So. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something to note is that like with any other products, this is where you see like with cannabis for sure, you have smoking as an option, you have vaping as an option, you have edibles as an option. And now THC also, I'm sorry, CBD has the same op opportunities. It's not just one particular form mm -hmm. that you could be taking it. So you could start as an external option to kind of dabble your toes in that. Um, I'm sure number one curiosity is about drug testing. So we should probably touch base on that as well. Now, the government regulates that CBD can have up to 0.3%. 0.3% THC can be mixed within CBD and still be considered not illegal. Mm -hmm. So if your product contains that percentage, not zero, then, excuse me, you need to be under the awareness factor that there is a potential it could show up on a drug test mm -hmm. um, if that's something your employer requires. And it all depends, honestly, it all depends on the type of drug it test does. you do. It does, it does. It has to be pretty sensitive to get it. But the other thing to consider is like, especially if you're ingesting this mm -hmm. product over time, that 0.3% is going to add up unless you are only taking it monthly or if you're microdosing, which I in encourage heavily for people, um, especially as you're starting off to kind of figure out what's good for you. And that also 
spans out that tolerance. Um, so that's important to know, but is like if your product shows 0%, then there's almost no way it's gonna show up. Uh, but that's also something you want to talk to your employer about. Some probably would have some wiggle room. If you have a low dose that's showing up on there, they're probably going to be like, okay, I could see why, Why you know, maybe you took a trip to Colorado or maybe you're using that CBD, but some of them have zero tolerance. So it's important to that you make sure that you're in line with what your company, because we don't want you losing your job over this. Yeah, yeah. But you might <laughs> after you figure out what's going to do for your body. I'm just saying. Right. Okay, so those are the things that, specifically those are the things sexually that we're going to focus on. But like you had said, Jess, there are topical options like massage oils, melts, and et cetera, um, that people use quite frequently. Um, and that not only, again, doesn't give you the head high, it's just a body reaction to it. But I think that this is also a good way, another good way to toe step into it because it's not as naughty if it's just about the relaxation feature, if you're not really putting two and two together. Um, when you use it topically, it'll be a targeted relief as well as natural energy. So what it does is it's going to reduce muscle tension. It creates a soothing sensation. It also will provide a cascade effect if you think about it. Because what it's going to do is it dilates your blood vessels, which allows for fresh oxygenated blood to flow easily. Mm -hmm. And if you think about that like on a foreplay feature, right? That's the whole point of foreplay is you get your brain going. You get really excited about what's supposed to be happening. So it sends blow, uh, blood flow to sensitive areas like your lips and your nipples, your vagina for men, erectile tissue. Um, it even, I mean, anything in the lower half, honestly, because obviously backdoor play becomes incredibly pleasurable that way as well. So that's, that's important to know that cascade effect. If it allows for you to relax, you're going to have less anxiety, which then translates to less self-conscious feelings which is less distraction, but that <clears throat> will cascade positively into more pleasure because you have more focus and more connection. Mm -hmm. So um, all, I mean, a lot of good opportunities about what you could be using. There's enhancement products out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are specific lubricants that are out there. Um, it, there's a lot of opportunity for sure. So good things to, good things to look at, I think. <coughs> right? All right, what's next? So how, how do you go about using CBD products during sex? During sex, huh? Okay. So again, I mean, this will be research per se about what's going to work best for you, but you can, I mean, to start off, massage products are amazing. There are also bath bombs and soaks that you could do. So if you wanted to just, maybe you're single as a Pringle, you don't even have to worry about a partner at this point. But if you yourself are like, oh, maybe my partner's not ready for this, or I don't know if I can talk to my partner about it, that would be a really good way to help yourself relax is to use one of those products. And you can ingest them too. They make over, I was gonna say over the counter, they're not over the counter. Um, over-the-counter type products where you're using tinctures, which would be directly under, you know, applied under your tongue. Uh, they have pill form. They have a lot of different opportunities out there. But for me, my suggestion would be is that you're using this more so as a relaxing agent. Okay. I think that part of the allure of cannabis is that it's going to make you into a sex kitten. At least that was part of the perception I had is that women were looser on it. They didn't care as much. And this is probably like really important to kind of note that if you think about with like sex and alcohol, right, mm -hmm. that is kind of, I mean, not everybody's had sex when drunk, but I would say a good majority of people probably have, right? And it's the same effect. It lowers your inhibitions. <coughs> it, uh, well, I mean, it's, it is potentially psychoactive because it messes with your head, right? Mm -hmm. So there is that. 
but the really cool thing is that it doesn't have the same side effects as alcohol has, which would be the potential to be addicted, addictive and become an alcoholic. There's also the hangover and the damage it does to your body, your liver, your skin, it ages you prematurely, all of those kind of features. So you get all of those features with this same, uh, with the CBD and the THC, but without all the negative side effects. And I think that's a huge added benefit in my opinion, but a little bit better because it is an all natural product. So you get that, that experience with it as well. So whether you decide to use it as a pregame opportunity or you decide to use this with your partner specifically, you know, we were speaking about the benefits of what it's going to do with the relaxation, increased sensitivity and things like that. Um, the only thing that I will add, which is not CBD related is that vibration really really is going to be elevated here highly mm-hmm. when you're integrating the two of those together so <clears throat> what I will say about the THC experience because CBD I think is what is going to be easily accessible here for people yeah. it's going to be easier for them to wrap their brain around giving a try because it's not potentially something that shows up on a drug test and doesn't mess with your head um, because here's the thing a lot of people might not know about CBD products is that you are still a functioning human being when using these. And I think that's the that's the mind melt because people stay away from it because they worry about becoming losers or unproductive members of society or whatever. But that's the whole idea. Microdosing allows for you in, to, to basically treat it as an OTC. It is not different than taking acetaminophen or Tylenol if you have a headache. It's the same philosophy when you when you take it in incredibly low doses. So when you're elevating um, to have a better experience in the bedroom, you might take a higher dose because that's what the experience you're trying to get to. But if it's all about rest and relaxation, you can start incredibly small. Now, for me, I was unaware of CBD before I went to Colorado for that first trip. So to me, um, this was a huge game changer when it came to intimacy. I did get a head high, clearly, but you also get the whole body experience. You get both of those when you're using the THC version of it. But personally, what it allowed for me to do is it allowed for me to slow my own thoughts down Mm -hmm. and my insecurities, my anxieties. It took a lot of pressure off of the expectation of what I had, um, which is something I wasn't able to do. And with this key component, it, it is... It's very university that that trip was almost the beginning steps of personal development for me. They are not connected hand in hand. I wasn't like searching to get high and find out who I was, Mm -hmm. but I was already doing that professionally. So it's crazy to me that they lined up together because I would almost, not not almost, I'm too much of a, a wuss to say it. I would contribute marijuana to a huge part of that opening that door process for me. Um, for sure. hundred percent. 100% 100% because it allowed that, that that brain functionality, which is so crazy to think, I got high and got smart. Because I kind of did. Like, yeah. it, I, I, I slowed that process down. I wasn't so critical of myself because I had the space between myself and autopilot. I had the space to make a decision or be reflective. Like, be very cliche and, like, you know, sit zoned out on a couch in my, <laughs> my condo on vacation and just, like, the trees are beautiful and that the elk are gorgeous and do you hear that babbling stream but that's what it does it allows for you to get really connected with the now and the presence and uh something bigger than yourself 
So if I hadn't had that gift of finding it through THC first, I don't know that I would have had the exposure to the CBD because the CBD didn't have as much as of, of an appeal because it, it's not fun and cool. It's just what it is now. I suppose that's for me, but it did. It, it allowed for, uh, for me to get to a place without needing the distraction, i.e. alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol's not different if you're saying, you know, like you get real buzzed and have good sex. Why? Why? Why is it different that you can do it with alcohol? Because you don't feel like yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You don't feel like yourself. But the difference for me is that, that, that is, that's a disconnection. That's a disconnection of a, a role that I'm trying to play by being cuter or funnier on alcohol. But with the THC that's in the, the CBD, that's a connection to me. That's mm-hmm. a who do I feel like I want to be on the inside? Who do I want my partner to see me as um, both intimately and outside the bedroom? So that's what it did for me. But I will say that, you know, it's not going to, <laughs> you're not gonna be a sex kitten overnight, all right? You don't like walk out with whips, chains, handcuffs, and you're like, I, I, let's do this, mm-hmm. all right? But it, it really is fun homework. It is. <laughs> it is fun it's fun homework. Um, so that's why I wanted to share it. And, and part of me has the regret of not, not talking about it sooner because each and every intimacy experience I have in my life now is better than, than the last time. It's better than the time before that. It's better than I could have ever, honestly, it might make me emotional and I hope that it doesn't because that sounds very cliche, but, um, it'll, it, it, it's exceeded any expectation I ever had of thinking what intimacy could look like for me and what it could feel like point blank, what my body could feel like, mm-hmm. um, being able to experience that pleasure because I'm not in my head. I'm not distracted about how do I look? How does it feel for me? How does it feel for them? It's all about, this moment and what this is and how cliche beautiful it is Mm -hmm. to have this connection with somebody, I suppose. So that's what it's going to start with. Now I would say, is there, do you have any, is there anything else? Any other questions? I was just going to ask you about the products that we have now. Oh yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah. We can get into that, but, um, yeah, we can, well, let's talk about that as we talk about like some suggestions. So if you were interested in, uh, trying some CBD, Mm -hmm. then, as Anderson has mentioned, yes, we'll be doing a product launch in my VIP page on the 22nd where I'll be having not only the new scents and flavors that Pure Romance has put out, we have a brand new toy line, but CBD is finally something that we are venturing into as a company. And it's funny because when the products launched, I had more than one consultant, more than one consultant private message me and go, Finally, they finally listened to you, Rachel. But it, it really it obviously has nothing to do with me. Like I don't pull the strings over there, but I, yes, I have been breathing word of mouth under my breath for years that this is something that we needed to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I am incredibly excited because this allows for women, um, whether they're single or attached or not, and their partners to explore this new realm of sensuality. And to me, vibration was the first door opener in that 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 regard mm-hmm. and now this and to combine the two of them you just better be prepared for like seeing god moments <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say so we are gonna we currently will have three products um and these i will say have the 0.3 percent so it's important to note that um rachel don't care like i mean i'm, I'm not peeing in the cup for anybody so that's me uh, the first one we are going to have is a, a bath soak, which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. I have done bath soaks with CBD as well as THC in them, and they do. It's it's very 
instantaneous, I would say. Like, it's, you're not going to have long-term effects. You're going to feel it while you're soaking in the bath. Like, it's almost maybe wants to fall asleep, so don't do that. But it's a really good way to relax the body. Again, it's that topical going into those uh, muscles deep and relaxation, melting away all that stress and anxiety. So that would be a really good opportunity, whether, again, you're single or not. Then we also have a massage melt that has come out. And I will have to double check it with the percentages as I know what the lubricant is. But uh, the massage melt's really cool. It comes in like this little tin can. And upon contact of the heat of your hands as you're massaging it to your partner, it's going to melt into an actual massage oil. So this is going to be really great for foreplay and connection, obviously. But again, for rest, relaxation, reduce anxiety, muscle tension, especially if sometimes sex is painful for you just because you have an old body or, or an injured body, whatever. And then the third, which is the one that I'm most excited for, of course, is a CBD infused lubricant. Mm -hmm. Um, This is absolutely hands down. This is the one thing I wanted. I didn't care, honestly, about any other CBD product. This is the thing that I wanted. And I need people to, to kind of wrap their brains around. So what we've been preaching for years with this intimacy wellness, right, is lubricant. Lubricant, 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 because... A lot of people don't think they need it, but regardless, you it's know, the I, number one thing it's the number one thing. Yep, yeah, me too. For pain, but also just for just for ease and comfort. Like, yeah. um, for example, it's generally younger women that don't think they need lubricants, and one of the the funniest things at my parties when we jokingly talk about how like if you have too much vodka. That, that interferes with your head. You feel that dehydration, but you don't think about how it affects every other mucosal part of your body, which includes your vulva. So if you were dehydrated from drinking, it's going to be painful. And if you're trying to catch that sex kitten in a bottle with your Jim Beam, like we talked about earlier, then you've already set yourself up for failure and potential pain. So that's number one. It It's ironic to think a cannabis product will hydrate your body because it's supposed i mean technically is a dehydrating but you have to think about like like we said it 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 increases the blood Mm -hmm. to those systems so it already works with your natural lubricant which is really exciting for ladies that don't think they need lubricants it's affected by everything daily stress having a baby getting married changing jobs i tell people that at my parties all the time your birth control is the biggest thing which is counterintuitive obviously so there's that um then there was vibration after that, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about lubrication is one of the key components, right? Vibration is not imperative to have good sex, but should you? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of like an analogy, like, you know, like if you go outside and you don't wear shoes and then you start wearing shoes, are you going to stop wearing shoes? No. I mean, in the summertime, you want to go barefoot. Right. Okay, let's not talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> but vibration elevates everything. Yes. It it does it does the same thing externally that CBD would do. It increases blood flow. It relaxes the body. It feels good. It increases chances for orgasms. It makes orgasms longer, stronger, more intense. So maybe you don't like vibration. Maybe you're not ready for vibration. Um, or more importantly, you just want the best of both worlds. That's what CBD is going to do. But I am telling you, when you combine the two. You did. Okay. <laughs> if you do the vibration in the CBD lubricant, you're going to get proposed to tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, but that's a mis. I don't want to set up this. That's a misconception. Okay. It's funny because it's amazing, but um, you have to be realistic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you have 
never had sex with the lights on, this is not going to make you want to have sex with the lights on. That's right. not the way it's going to work. But the beautiful part about it is that homework process. So you want to start small. And when you can get out of your head, it allows for you to implement the small things without going crazy about it. Like, for example, some things I'm going to recommend, let's say pre-gaming, before you and partner are going to have really great romp in the bed, maybe you start with just massaging each other okay and if you need to get your guy to listen to this go get them right now because i hear this all the time at parties right women want massage but they're afraid that it's not going to be the experience that they want because they think that their partner has an expectation of in five to ten minutes i've warmed her up enough i can take my pants off and poke her in the back Mm -hmm. and that is that can be very true in a lot of instances but if you are clear with partner that women's bodies need 15 to 20 minutes maybe they won't be prepared to massage your body for 15 to 20 full minutes but maybe it's half and half maybe you allow him to relax you with this massage melt and really get deep into those tension muscles and explain what cbd can do so then they understand what the end result truly is yes are they gonna be able to take their pants off and poke you in the back Mm -hmm, but not like in 15 to 20 minutes and that prolonged activity is amazing for people like that's that's the thing i think we hear the number one thing right is like men are hit it and quit it creatures which they can be they can be but this is what this is about is that if you start with these baby steps you could get to 20 to 30 to 40 to 60 minutes of this intimacy if you really do it's not 60 minutes of sex 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 it's 60 minutes of intimacy and bonding and connectivity and touching and all that jazz like the good stuff so start with a massage uh promote that touch to touch whether that's your love language or not if it's not high on your level it will bond you guys closer together so that's the first thing as an opportunity maybe you don't want to do massage so get in the shower okay if you have a big enough tub absolutely take that soak together but for a lot of people we're not fortunate enough to have soaking tubs so take a shower and um this is something that people are often surprised by when i suggest is to take a shower in the dark like if if it's about concern of the way your body looks or your perception of what your partner thinks your body looks there's nothing wrong with taking a shower in the dark if you're like well that's too weird for me i can understand that then maybe just get a sensi pot light which is incredibly low and if both of you have vision troubles anyway like you should just (laughs) visualize that it's it's just a blurry mess at this point nobody cares but that's again that's the thing we have to get past is thinking Um, And I will tell you guys that I jokingly have always, I mean, I've said recently to my partner several, several times, I swear to God, if on our deathbed, you tell me that your your secret power is seeing in the dark, I'm just going to smother you with a pillow then. (laughs) But, (laughs) but like, that's what we we get so much into our heads that we don't even realize, like, how much can I really see at this point? Like, I don't see crap in front of my face or my hand. My partner doesn't really see that. But we think that they can see everything. Mm -hmm. So take a nice shower with each other. Um, Get connected. And, I mean... The biggest thing for pre-gaming, in my opinion, is having a steamy playlist. I think if you jump on the Spotify and find some booty rock and jams or ask your girlfriends or search in the VIP page where um, for a year I was I was providing three songs a week to add to the booty jam list. So there's a really great Spotify list out there. And if you need some suggestions, I can get them. But they'll, they'll be different for everybody. Like mm-hmm. what, what's going to float you about, <laughs> among other things. But the steamy playlist, I think, is it's helpful on several levels it's a background noise so you know you're not as secure insecure about the things that are coming out of your mouth whether it's intentional or not because it feels so good you don't know what you're gonna say or do um but if we're talking funny wise there's shit that happens during sex that sounds like you're running in flip-flops or making macaroni and cheese or whatever 
or whatever. Yeah, day. I know. Yes, but but it's it is right. And I will say that 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 is a time that sex should be the best. Honestly, mm-hmm. is when you can joke and laugh afterwards about what happened or during. Yeah, or especially <laughs> during because then you're very secure in your relationship that you know that sex is sex and it's very unpredictable and it's just two bodies meshing together. Things are gonna happen. But I think that the playlist not only eliminates that because as the background noise more importantly come the fuck on it's going to put you into a role mm-hmm. okay if your lady gaga comes on you're going to be way different than when your beyonce song comes on versus when your trey songs comes on you have a different mentality and not only does that provide variety in what you're doing even if you're listening to the same playlist over and over and over again that's fun it gives you a sense of predictability because it has the mindset of what you're there to do but it's still variety because you don't know what song next is going to play mm-hmm. so um the playlist i think is huge i think it's huge um now if you don't like music or whatever, I even in, in the, the cold, dead winter, you can have a fan in the background. You know, don't point it towards you. But ideally, <laughs> ideally, you're going to need it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, but again, background noise. I think that it's, it's, it's nice because when things are so quiet, I think that you're you're hyper aware of every noise you make yeah. and every everything that comes out of oh, your yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have kids that talk in their sleep, it's that can be very distracting as well. So oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Putting on something in the bedroom helps with getting you guys. That dist- well, and let's be honest, if you have children, mm-hmm. you might need something to cover up noise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, you don't know, you don't know. Okay, we're just trying to help you out here, guys. <laughs> So that's that's the pregame, in my opinion, okay? Now, when it comes to, like, in the moment, something that I would suggest is that, like, if you don't feel good about making noise in the bedroom, for whatever reason, for some of us, it's because it makes us feel dirty. For some of us, it's because it's insecurity. Like, I don't know what noise to make. I don't know what my partner's going to like. You can trick your brain by having the internal dialogue with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say this feels good. Oh, I really enjoy that or whatever. You can even just moan in your head. Um, but what I would sus- suspect would happen is that over time, you'll get more comfortable. Not only will you mimic some way, shape or form externally. So inside it says, oh my God, this feels good but your body will push back into your partner or if you're touching each other, your hands will mimic one another or you'll become more firm in your touch to them. And that signals to them subconsciously that, oh, what I'm doing works, right? And I'm not suggesting like if if they touch you in an area you don't like that you pull away quickly, but you can like gently move your body away or move your hands to a different direction. It's that Pavlo's dog theory, right? Like if if you are subconsciously training your partner, and I don't mean in a cruel way, I mean like if you're too insecure to say it out loud this is a way for you to quote unquote tell your partner what you like until you can actually physically say that feels nice Mm -hmm. so do that push your body back into them when it feels nice uh use your hands faux show all that kind of stuff but um the other two things i think that go really important in the bedroom but often overlooked breathing and goosebumps Mm-hmm. All right. Those are intuitive ways that your body is responding to pleasure, obviously. So not only could you, I mean, if your body erupts in full goosebumps, you could say something like, oh my gosh, I have the goosebumps right now. Very, very mild, right? But your partner hopefully is receptive enough to notice that they're producing the goosebumps. So that must have felt good. Uh, must, must feel good. 
Is that right? Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, but breathing, okay? This is where I'm gonna get on my personal development high horse for a second because I just think that breathing is so integral to our lives. But it's, since, it, since it's an autonomic process, we stop paying attention to it. Uh, the more present you can be in your breathing, the more awareness you bring back to your breathing, the deepening the experience becomes. And I know that sounds crazy and bizarre, but you just have to take my word for it. So the more often you come back to breath, not only does that take you out of your brain because you're not thinking about, oh my gosh, did I, did I miss a spot in shaving? Is he touching that right now? Or is my body formed the right way it's supposed to because I feel like my boob is under my armpit? Any of those bizarre, normal things that women distract themselves with, bringing yourself back to breathing will... Again, back to the moment. This feels amazing. I'm connecting to my partner. All those kinds of things. Um, and I should put a pin in this real quick and say that there's no reason why you can't have great sex with a total stranger or a one-night stand or a friends with benefits with CBD and, and can of use or whatever. But I, again, personal experience, that's all I can attest to as a basic white woman who is in a monogamous relationship, that this over time deepens the connection. And every time you deepen the connection, it makes it more erotic. And erotic can sound dirty, but to me, erotic is sexy. It's mm -hmm. connection. It's pleasure on a level that you've never experienced it before. And while you can get that with friends with benefits, if you're consistently going back to that person, nobody's going to know your body better than the same person that's there over time. Nobody's going to get to know your cues better than the same person over time. And there's nothing wrong with casual sex, but I'm just saying in this particular experience, I think that this will be heightened because of that. Mm -hmm. So um, just to keep that portion in mind for sure. Okay. Um, always bring your mind back to the moment. Um, now, the other thing that I want to challenge women, because one of my biggest, now one of my biggest pet peeves uh, is when I hear from women I don't like to give oral. Mm -hmm. I don't like to pleasure my partner manually. Whatever, whatever, right? So um, I understand why we get there um, from previous past experiences, from being with a selfish partner. I understand why women get there. But that should never be your mentality in a, in a relationship with somebody that you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with, that you are wanting to be intimate with. Um, because it's a core part of your relationship. But more importantly, your partner deserves pleasure. Yes. Now... On the flip side of that, I know how people can be disgusted by the male body. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it can be. Okay, gross. yeah, that, and that's what we should say. Women's bodies, I mean, in uh, my opinion, yeah, I think just as gross. Well, they can, they are just as gross, but I also think they're they're beautiful. Like the yes. female form and what it's capable of, and you should revel in that. And I can say that as somebody who's lost eighty pounds, and my body will never look the way I dreamed it would when I was a child. You know what I mean? But when it comes to men, I think women are, are more easily, I want to say disgusted, but it's a very harsh word. Um, and that's not the word I want to use. But I think maybe it's because men are so much more easily attracted to women than than because they're visual creatures. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm, my point is, is that you need to appreciate your partner's body. You need to enjoy the fact that if you obviously in a heterosexual relationship with a cis male, the fact that they are not as soft as you are, that they have those quality features that maybe you look for in a partner being strong and manly or whatever, embrace that. Like 
when you talk about jokingly, like I hate it when my partner pokes me in the back. Yes, when it when it's when it's not expected or it's not the right mood or moment, of course it's not something that you appreciate. But when you're together in bed and that's the intent of where you should be, you should not be trying to run away from your partner. You should be reveling in the fact that the reason why you know they're attracted to you is because of this. Mm -hmm. Females don't have an external way to prove that we are fully aroused unless you legitimately look at the color of your nipples or your vulva because they're engorged with blood. Mm -hmm. And that's only if you're staring at those two things outside of the bedroom as well to see that there's a color change you know what I mean so they are gifted in being able to provide that opportunity for us and we really don't take advantage of the fact that I mean dare I say it's a compliment do I I don't know but in the right setting in the right setting yeah so be excited for that like your partner is not going to be mad if you're like oh my god I'm you know, you know, I was I the face you just made was priceless. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here with me. Okay. I'm very, very afraid that the next time Brad gets an erection, I'm gonna think of your face. <laughs> And I'm just gonna no. bust out you're not gonna be oh, afraid because no. you're gonna be like, I'm so excited to see your erection and oh, And my friend God. Rachel helped me, okay? That's so funny. I don't know what my face was, but. Oh, it was priceless. Okay, okay. Yes, I'm. that's what I, okay. Enjoy the aspect of the physical ability we have to read their excitement, all right? Enjoy the fact that they are so clearly attracted to you and how much they want to be in this moment. I think that's what men have the God-given ability that women don't is that they have a one-track mind and they are thinking about this feels good. This is amazing. And we are more like my boobs look like wet sand <laughs> in, right. in, panty, in pantyhose. Um, I'm worried about how my face is going to look when I achieve orgasm or whatever, mm-hmm. or the fact that what I'm doing right now feels impure. Like it doesn't yeah. like to get to the pleasure that I want. I have to act or behave like something that I'm not okay with because nobody ever taught me it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So love your man's body is what I'm trying to say. Apparently with a lot of enthusiasm. Yes. Okay. Um, the other thing that you should probably think about potentially is making yourself feel comfortable in whatever it's going to take. I know that you and I have personally had conversations about like how to feel in the bedroom. Like I, it's bizarre to me because I I was never uncomfortable in my body, even when I weighed 250 pounds, but that doesn't mean that I was having sex with the lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I had said, my body has changed drastically with 80 pounds and it's, it's weird. Cause I can't really put a, I can't put a feeling on it. It's not that I am ashamed of my body, but I just, I would just say, just make yourself comfortable. If you need to wear a t-shirt, if you want to wear a lingerie, if it's wrapping the sheet around you toga style, again, your partner doesn't give two shits. They don't care. They're just happy to be there with you. So whatever it's going to take for you, even if it's just wearing pairs of socks, whatever floats your boat, okay? <laughs> Whatever's going to make you feel comfortable. Plus, I'm just going to say, you know, when you have some types of clothing on, it gives them something to hold on to. Ooh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, okay. And then the last thing I want to really kind of say um, is that catch your destructive thoughts. Okay. That's what I believe wholeheartedly that cannabis was able to do for me was to, I, I'll say fantasize um, and not in the cliche form about threesomes or with another partner or whatever. It's it's weird to say that it allowed for me to fantasize about the person I wanted to be to have good sex. And that was just a connected human being who felt secure in not only my relationship, but what I was doing in the bedroom. So you got to catch your destructive thoughts as your mind wanders. 
each time you can come back and connect, it will get easier. So you just got to keep that focus, which I had mentioned just leads to a deeper, more erotic connection, I think. Mm -hmm. So it's all good stuff. It is. It's all good stuff. Um, But again, it's four years in the making. One day one was not like, oh my God, I got to write into Playboy about this, you know, (laughs) this experience. But there was definitely things like, oh my God, I have to tell my girlfriends about this stuff. And that's where it began. So if you are curious, I encourage you to reach out. Um, This is something I am incredibly passionate about because I do think it's a game changer and it's more accessible and has the potential to be more readily available for people than other products may be or maybe just not so much stigma attached because Mm -hmm. it's not a vibrating product that hides in your drawer. It's not lubricant that I mean it is lubricant but when women you know get insecure about using a lubricant this is lubricant for pleasure Mm -hmm. so it's quite a bit different mentality Um, so you might be able to broach the topic with your partner a little bit easier about that so if you have questions I mean I am absolutely available I would love for you to reach out Um, if you in this aspect I don't normally plug having a party but which I love you know it's what I do for Mm -hmm. a living but it's a great way to have the in-home party experience and learn about this on a greater level but also share it with your friends especially if you do try it and you love it god absolutely have a party because then i can tell all of your girlfriends about it um and you get discounted product and or free and then they can too but more importantly if it's uh something that you in general are looking for you know more of a life connection or improving you know that's where you want to come back to me for sure for the good girls guide which you can find on facebook you can also find here on spotify and anchor through our podcasting uh, I've got a VIP page where if you got to be 18 years or older, where we do a lot of sexual wellness and intimacy building around things just like this. Let me know if you need an invite for that. You can find me on the Facebook as well and on Instagram at vote for parties. Lastly, but not least, if you want to reach me through email at a good girl's guide to that's where you can find the Rachel. Uh, anything else that you want to bring up? Good, but I think I'm going to plug the class too. Yeah, yeah. The empowerment class is going on. We have two coming up in January still on the 25th and the 28th if you're local to Lincoln. Um, Just as a really cool heads up, I've been talking to the business partner, which is my husband, uh, about the potential of how to get to people that are outside of Lincoln. And I think I'm going to broach that in February. So if you're not local, but you've been trying to, or not trying, but wanting to try the empowerment class, looks like there'll be an opportunity potentially for you to do that next month. So let me know. But Anderson, one more time, where can the ladies find you? photos with anderson.com or on the facebook at <laughs> photos with anderson and also if you're interested in boudoir photography you can check out my super secret private group uh, if you're a lady 18 or older it's just boudoir photos with anderson which would be like a good time right because what's yeah. right around the corner valentine's day yeah if you're into that hallmark season right i know and listen i'm not gonna lie i like it too but i love living in valentine's day 12 months a year oh yes and boudoir photography is a great opportunity at any time at any time yeah to live in the valentine's day world i agree i agree you got birthdays you have anniversaries you have special holidays wedding anniversaries or relationship anniversaries in general or just to feel good about yourself exactly and i have a lot of women actually that in the last couple of weeks have been doing the boudoir sessions for themselves because with new year's coming around they they wanted like before photos they Mm. wanted they're on a new health journey with the new year being being here yeah and they wanted to feel good about the body that they're in now but they can also now track their journey yeah um, in their new health so yeah and i would agree with that 100 percent. i mean i i've done a few sessions um and they were absolutely all for my partner Mm -hmm. but the empowerment aspect of how i felt in the moment absolutely was for me which carries out into the external world 
But more importantly, I don't remember what I was going to say. Neither do I. <laughs> you, of course, don't. Yeah, yeah. But it was about, oh, oh, oh yeah, self-worth, okay? Because one of the things I'm coaching very heavily, um, especially to my team members right now, is that, like, when th- something's bothering you, you got to find out what the root of it is. Mm-hmm. And it's usually an external factor. Like, somebody else is supposed to be bringing you happiness or somebody's supposed to be bringing you contentment. And a boudoir session allows for you to build that at the core for yourself to really feel what your value is and your power in that feminine form. So I would agree with that. Even if you are not in a relationship right now, do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do it for yourself. Okay. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. It has been an absolute pleasure to discuss this. I'm really excited. I hope that it has a lot of good fanfare. Uh, know that the podcasts are also shareable. So if you have somebody that you feel like would be able to benefit from this, you can copy this link and send it to them directly. You don't have to post it to your Facebook if you don't want anybody else to know that you're interested in the weed as well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again for tuning in. I hope you guys have a fantastic Wednesday and we will be back soon with another podcast. Thanks so much. Goodbye.